0: I'm just going to go over the sketch that I did last night. I put up a post, and as I'm writing the post, it became more interesting, more synchronous to uh, previous sketches. So uh, I'm going to put a link to the sketch in the description uh, for podcast because I can't post a picture. Uh, So I'll probably put three sketches in there. Um, Let me see here. I'll just read the the post and uh, as usual tangent off. So uh, this would be about humanity is diverging and ascending from the fear-based construct a channeled sketch. Uh, It seems to be the third one in a a series of progression that started in 2016. Um, And just a note all artists channeled it's the process of creating in the now um i was talking yesterday about the simplicity of binary computer language being able to um create everything that you see on a computer or just about anything and once you get into geometry and and uh math you can build anything so and that's just with the polarity on and off flow of electricity so um the polarity of electricity flowing it in patterns so this is the idea of channeling art is we get a flow of spiritual uh, energy that and I'm not sure i described it quite accurately yesterday but a flow of of, uh, consciousness let's say and uh, let's say love that we pattern comes in through a filter of belief so we allow only so much in or whatever it is that we're choosing And uh, then we have an emotional response to it. Um, This is, um, just a second. Trying to pause when I need to cough. So we have, this is the part that was, it's hard to explain, but because we're dealing with uh, the perception of reality, how we respond or react to it. And then we have a flow of consciousness moving through us. And we create these patterns or emotional patterns. Love's not an emotion. That's the energy that comes in. We pattern it with emotions. Um, And so we're projecting this. uh, We're taking energy in. We're shaping it, patterning it, and we're putting it out there into uh, a collective co-creation of reality. And we align to the one, the co-creation or the collective based on our scope of emotional frequency. <clears throat> Once you move outside the scope of the emotional frequency of others, which you could look at as, a, as sort of the fear area or love area, if you were looking at a spectrum of energy, uh, I did an analogy about this before, but let's say you have two people facing each other, and if one person is capable of more love than another, then let's say they step to the right uh, of the person in front of them, and if the other person, if the person in front of them is more susceptible fear, then they step to their, you know, in the opposite direction. So you're moving further apart from each other. It's like two flashlights pointing at each other. And uh, as they misalign because they can't hold a similar spectrum of frequency, eventually they don't see each other. And uh, this is the divergence. So um, the idea here, anyway, is, is that the, the flow of energy comes in and... It doesn't have to be anything more than a than a flow of uh, basic communication, just like a computer flows binary language, and then we can create whatever we want with it uh and so it shapes the way that we move it shapes the way that our body moves when you're doing uh dowsing or doing the pendulum or anything um it shapes it shapes our yeah our physiological responses it um gets us to stop shuffling the tarot deck at a certain point, or to shuffle in a way where a card flies out, or we're in a frequency where the card that flies out is always the right card, and all cards fly out. (coughs) Excuse me. When you're in a multidimensional type of uh, reality, then you're collapsing probability waves, but all possibilities are there. You're just moving into the highest probability, Um, and so the card that flips out is the highest probability. It all... It's all a big picture that unfolds. And uh, so as long as you believe in yourself, believe in your reading, believe in your dowsing, believe in your pendulum, as long as you believe in it, then you're aligning with it. And um, yeah, so let's move on here. Uh, I drew, <coughs> excuse me, 2020. So there's a sketch up. If you haven't seen it yet, you can click on the link. But there's a sketch that's named 2020, um 2020 is listed above one sketch and 2016 above another in the same picture. And then there's a sketch I drew on a t-shirt that happened in between those two sketches. Anyway, so I drew the 2020 sketch last night. It reminds me of the 2016 sketch, The Wave. Uh, It looks like half of the buildings are raised up by the eagle, which also looks like a wave. I see the obvious polarity of color in the cube matrix multiverse the magical square is uh, what one of my wise old teachers called it, uh, each box being its own universe. Um, and even the mosquito has its own universe. So he, he's quite a smart, wise old teacher who was aware that Gaia was giving birth, and this was back in 2010 he told me that. I didn't quite understand, I mean, it, I knew he was a wise old old fellow, very good friend of mine. Anyway, so the 2020 snake is clear of the 2016 dots in the snake Uh, because I I, I tend to pepper the snakes I draw with dots I see came out of my sketches and I wasn't sure what it was exactly but um, I didn't do it this time it was an intuitive uh, nudge not to do it so um, I'm just pausing here for a sec, so yeah, the 2020 snake is clear of the 2016 dots or polarity, maybe, I'm assuming that's what it might be it popped in my mind not to put them in this snake. I tend to do that in my sketches instead. It's the colored lines that define them. It's like a long highlighted line, as almost like a polarity or electricity. I just needed a way to define because the snakes are black and I wanted them to uh, to show the flow of the snake, the loops and things and what was on top, what's underneath. Um, The eagle looks to be part of the snake and it is. uh, That's my understanding. It's all one um, collective or creature. But it's polarized and a a polarized collective. So it's all one collective and it's polarized uh, and diverging. One is rising up and the other is rooted within the cube. One is the eagle. And the other, what is it, what's a condor? eagle? I don't know. I'm thinking of a prophecy. Um, so we have uh, this idea of no beginning and no end hit me last night regarding the sketch. Um, so as I'm looking at the sketch, I'm realizing we have this, um, I'll just finish the paragraph and I'll explain. So we are the observer and the observed, one consciousness and polarity or duality or neutrality uh, with free choice exploring itself from any perspectives. So there is is no beginning or end to anything, it's just infinite creations and perspectives in and of the all that is. So essentially we have this uh, infinite, um, (coughs) unlimited creative force that turns into one thing and then observes it from some sort of uh, position. It interacts with it, it gets, it explores it, so it explores itself, and so there's no beginning and no end to anything. Uh, everything is an extension of me. I'm an extension of everything. We are all, uh, one and we make up the, uh, the perspectives, um, from in different frequencies. Cause I want to say, I mean, you're talking about people that are even on the other side, let's say dead, but you know, in a different frequency, those who are alive, we have all of these perspectives, <coughs> excuse me, of this. And, uh. And we make up the big picture. That's an infinite learning, isn't it? OK, so um, there's no beginning and no end and no separation. And even though a collective is diverging, it's just because they have prepared each other to do that, even if it looks like they're at war. One has learned what it needs to learn, uh, and it carries off into the fear construct. The other one has learned what it needs to learn, and it's learning to let go of the fear construct so um, the SWN or southwest north uh, in the 2016 sketch which is the shape of the snake moving through the bread or worm wood I' mentioned that here is similar to the 2020 sketch the shape of the of the snake as it coils around it's got similar uh, patterning so I used to think these were coordinates north south east west to do with the tsunami that I mean, it looks like a tsunami coming in on the buildings in twenty sixteen, and it just may have been a consciousness wave coming in, or you know, a wave of energy, high frequency energy coming in. Um, as others, you know, many people spoke about it. Just that when I saw it in my dream or vision, it's you know, it's, a vision is just a is a, is a very prominent or um, obvious message within the frequency of multidimensional reality dreams, which jump all over the place, and that's why they do that. Um, so I I saw it as a tsunami, but it was also a standing wave. It was so big. Anyway, um, so I used to think they were coordinates of a you know a wave coming in, including the butterfly. <coughs> Excuse me, and its unique symbols, um, and they may be. I just I, I don't know. Twenty sixteen. Gave the impression of wormwood in that sketch because it looks like worm in wood or bread. and it actually, when I look at it, the angle of it is similar to the angle of um, the eagle, and here's the eagle flying, and here's the bread in the air or this this thing, and it it's quite possible that the snake is breaking that thing apart uh, because it's it becomes a multi-dimensional cube. it, it looks like it's a linear uh, a linear bread or wood or whatever it is. That has three, you know, these slices in it. And it's going to break apart. But whatever it is, or it's an egg breaking apart. I don't know. But it, it's very similar to the idea of the snake now being in a multidimensional cube and diverging, and just all this other action going on. So um, the colors are interesting, and I, I, I didn't choose colors for any specific reason whatsoever. I just, I, I just, it just flows, and. Uh, and if it doesn't feel right I'll change it but I don't I don't have an agenda so the, the green or a teal I guess is what it really is um, the green is a heart chakra and orange is uh, they call it a sacral chakra which is about fear which makes perfect sense fear versus love uh, the fear construct the love construct so I, I had to look up orange just uh, it's funny I, there's little errors in, in my writing there always is I type on a phone and I just I can't uh, always get it right so I had to look up orange, and it wasn't. Pl- yeah, it's not planned, and it fits Love versus Fear. So we must be in this divergence now, because I can't imagine channeling future uh, potentials at this stage. It just, I don't. I'm just breaking away from what I'm reading here. But I don't want any more future predictions. I don't want to draw sketches of the future. I don't give a shit about the future because I'm burned out, and I, I'm not interested in waiting for the future anymore. Uh, whatever it is that's going on is, is right now, and I you know I thought about it with the sort of spirit conversations where I would um, I say to spirit you know I I'm going to get to the point where this is just going to turn into torture, and it's going to be bad memories of post traumatic stress syndrome, and I'm just not going to want to be a part of it anymore. I'm not going to want to be a part of shaping anything, and and it actually all goes back to the point that this is what it, I think this is the direction we're meant to go. It's it's about um, it's about releasing. Um, this control on the outside. It's not about teaching people anything. It's not about waking people up. It's it's a personal journey, and we share our time and energy and love with others, uh, in a sense, with others' projections within our reality, our construct, and uh, we learn lessons together. But as far as uh, as far as th- this idea that uh, I'm just going to pause her cleaning up in the hotel here oh well never mind I don't want to lose the vibe they're just vacuuming the hallway or something okay so um, yeah I mean it's it's not about a negotiation it's not about threatening spirits it's not about anything but I, I'm too I I don't have the energy for future anything uh, and so I've disconnected myself from outcomes from basing my current state of being on what is the current situation of anything like the election or anything? I'm just not going to look at anything to do with that. Um, I think people out there <coughs> who opt to get off of the media entirely so that they can sort of shape at this pinnacle moment or over the next couple of months here. Cynthia's, on, Cynthia's channel, Healing Our Energy, uh, spoke about this specifically. And uh, it's one of, of a few confirmations that this is a very important time to uh, focus on what you want, not what you don't want, and not to get caught up in the polarity and fear and separation of this election. I think we've gotten past the point where we feel like we have to sort of go out there and force people to do anything because it's an actual divergence. It's not something that you're, you don't change reality, you change your frequency, which changes your location in the multiverse. Anyway, so we're learning these things. And uh, for as much as I want to get pissed off with spirit, which is the collective, it's the collective that's controlling everything here. Um, and, and I am. I mean, I'm, I'm not holding the anger, but I'm, I'm I'm done. I'm worn out. I'm physically exhausted, mentally exhausted, emotionally exhausted, totally disinterested in everything. No relationships whatsoever with 3D. And that's what reality is. It's about relationships. It's not about... 3D um, things, people, and places. Those are just things, people, and places, and they don't mean anything until I define them. It's about my relationship with them, and I have none. So I'm floating at this point. I'm pushing myself to sketch. It's not something I've had a passion because I did it before because it was the beginning of the awakening. It was giving me insight. It was helping me understand quantum stuff. It was helping me understand the ascension, multidimensional reality, and things that were to come in the future. I didn't quite understand what it all meant, but I had, uh, you know, the general vibe of the sketches and where they were going, and they were, it's quite spectacular. It was uh, the very first batch of sketches uh, started with uh, complete and total internal destruction of reality, the very first sketch, and the second one was this wave, the one you're looking at in 2016, and then it went all the way on through the, the journey and the puzzles and the awakening and, and all the stuff and DNA changing to uh, a healing gift from, um, from ETs at the end. Um, and that was the Oberus, or no, is it Oberus? I can't remember what they call it. Yeah, Oberus. And uh, with aliens handing over this sort of uh, wisdom, this understanding, shamanic understanding and uh, healing gifts. But it you know essentially we're coming into a soul family, the alien or E.T., is the DNA within us, you know, part of a family tree that extends throughout the galaxy, and we're coming into the frequencies that, <coughs> excuse me, that our, our consciousness is coming into the frequencies that give us access to that multidimensional um, frequency of DNA. So if, if DNA has a multidimensional frequency, um, and Let's say it's from one to ten i'll use a linear counting system and let's say we're at three then we have access to the the abilities or the power of the dna at a level of three but if we bring our frequencies up to four or five or six or whatever then we align in those frequency it's part of our reality now there's no separation the veil thins then disappears because we're in that frequency and then we can use those abilities and this is why telepathy and other psychic abilities have come online it's not like somebody's ma- waving a magic wand it's we're coming up at frequency and it's not that that's magic either we have we see the Schumann resonance resonances and scientists talking about radiation uh you know breaking through because the magnetic shield is coming down things like that but these are all things that change our frequency they reposition the electromagnetic toroidal field of earth of us um and there's nothing standing in the way there's no barrier of of stopping that. It means the fields, the electromagnetic or the energy that's in space is no longer neutralized. It's having an impact, essentially stronger, because we're moving into the higher frequencies to be able to deal with that. If we weren't in the higher frequencies, it wouldn't be impacting us. We wouldn't be in the same reality. And so all of this is happening. So it's just, this isn't about pushing or forcing it. It's about moving through it. Um, anyway, let me get back onto the sketch. <sighs> so yeah, I, mean, I can't imagine channeling future potentials. So I just did that. <coughs> Excuse me. So similar backgrounds. I did initially sketch a blue stormy sky in the background and water rushing out of the two doors where the the infinity symbol of the snake is, and then and I took it out. Uh, it was just it was too much with the cube. Um, just, you know, and it, it could have been nice, but I don't know. I just, for simplicity, took it out. Um, So the blue sky and water, it's blue sky and water in both um, sketches, but I cleared out the detail in 2020 because it was too much detail. So FYI, the cube sits in water, flowing water, and the eagle uh, rises into a stormy sky. Um, It seems the eagle and snake are turning the cubes, or these would be universes, uh, based on my relationship with the cube. These would be universes, so that would be a multiverse. And uh, they're turning these cubes, or the squares, each side of of the cube's realities, into their own frequency. So essentially, they are moving into frequencies which are changing uh, the cube. In other words, they're moving into a space-time frequency location, where that's the cube. And if they change a frequency again, they get a different cube. and I mean the whole cube. Any little change is, is an entire change to the whole thing. Everything's uh, connected that way. So um, they're shaping their reality by their core frequencies and uh, their collective core frequencies, thoughts, feelings, beliefs. And it looks like the eagle's corner is more balanced and or almost finished. It just seems more in harmony. <coughs> Excuse me, still some uh, some things going on there, but the spiraling snake that connects both the eagle and the snake is looped in unique patterns which makes me think of the electromagnetic field patterns Um, one is a linear spiral, that's the snake spiraling up and the other reminds me of something multi-dimensional that goes within for a new dimensional fractal experience or expansion of consciousness. The whole point is if you're in a fractal I mean you're looking at a holographic fractal let's say that's reality and you are part of the fractal. And if you choose to repeat your pattern in fear, the fractal doesn't grow, it doesn't expand, it doesn't do anything, nothing changes. Uh, and, but and when you begin to um, come out of that pattern <coughs> excuse me, and go within, you can expand the fractal because everything's within. Um, so essentially what we're doing is breaking out of our shell, our egg, our toroidal field, uh, by going within and expanding the fractal in whatever direction, infinite essentially, um, and that one's hard to explain because uh, you know it's like up is down, in is out, um, as above so below. It it's it's interesting because there's nothing outside of our toroidal field. Everything's within it, and so if you were to look at uh, the human being is, is a manifestation of our consciousness, of our, of our, you know, of the field. And then the field is um, within sort of the higher frequencies, their source. So it's, it's like a nested egg. But once you get down to the hardcore density human being, there's not much further to go than I'm aware of. I mean, you can, I guess it's infinite. But as far as being conscious and self-aware, I would say we're probably it. That sort of low, lowest aware type of consciousness that is in grass or dirt or something. <coughs> Sorry about the coughing. Anyway, um, that isn't that. Then um, going within is is essentially raising frequency and vibing up and all that stuff. So we see that other the snake that's attached to the eagle. It's twisted so that it's going within itself, and the other one is spiraling up. And it also reminds me of another sketch, which is the lotus or the flower. The flower is flowering out, and it's a sketch where there's a, uh, two boxes, one on top of the other, and one has a spiral. And the spiral is just a repeating pattern. But then when you can break out of the repeating pattern, you, bec- you move into the expansion of, of creation. You, you become a creator rather than a repeater, let's say. So, um, oh, here we go. Turning cubes and squares, yes. So the spiraling snake that connects both the eagle and the snake is looped in unique patterns, which makes me think of EMF. So we read that. Um, so going within. So it's a, um, a multidimensional um, that goes within for a new dimensional fractal experience or expansion of consciousness. So the inf- infinity sideways 8 or S, yes, reminds me of the other sketch in 2016, sits front and middle outside the drama outside the doors of the multiverse um, in let's say source energy and uh, so I put maybe in neutrality, balance, harmony unity and you know it's where that, there's another sketch that I drew where um, you know it's that center point that's the neutral point or you call it zero point or something it's just a perfectly balanced it's polarity and balance uh, the flow of energy anyway <clears throat> the eyes, I noticed this as I was doing this. The eyes of the snake have separated, or the eye of, of the snake in twenty sixteen. And I thought that's interesting. It's it's not like sunglasses, it's more like a I don't know, like a, a digital a video game snake or something, but I just noticed just one sec. I'm trying to spare you the cough here. I just I noticed this as I was writing it, and so the shape of the eyes or eye is the same. But they have diverged in 2020. And it's also like the idea of 2020 vision, the symbology of 2020 vision, because you have three dimensional perspective now, um, two eyes able to hone in to have depth perception. So, in short, we are, uh, it, yeah, because this single eye is more like a, a singular focus, uh, a monofocus, and then we come into the, the, the bifocal um, and then the multidimensional. Um, is the, is the rising up in frequency. I don't know. It's just symbology. It's fun to play with. So in short, we are in the Big Divergence. Uh, this must be it. The sketch started with, uh, this FYI, the sketch started with three buildings. And when I wrote that, I remember, oh shit, I mean, that's how the t-shirt sketch started. And I wasn't sure. I thought that I drew three buildings. But it, I looked at it, and there's only two. But that's interesting, too. It means we've, we've come, ha- half, of all, half of all the buildings in the first sketch have ascended, or are ascending. So uh, so it started the same way, and I'll, I'll post a link to that, which I have uh, for the podcast. <sighs> and for YouTube, because uh, I can only put one picture up, the double picture. So as I look, there are two ascending buildings in the t-shirts, and now there are three in the new sketch. Half the buildings from the first sketch are ascending. Also, the snake is tightly wrapped around, this is an important one, and I didn't elaborate much, but this, the snake is tightly wrapped around its bubble, it's egg. It's reality. This was the idea of not going within. It's stuck within the fear construct. And until it breaks out of that egg, uh, which essentially means going within, if you think about it, I mean, everybody's externally focused, right? So then, and they're stuck in the fear paradigm. They're looking at the movie screen as uh, something that they need to control rather than being a projection of what's within them. When they begin to go within, that's when they break out of the prison, and that's when they start to shape their own state of being on purpose by stopping themselves from going into fear, by realizing that the outside is a projection of the inside. And and I, I'm not looking at the T-shirt, but I think the other two eggs, or they look like yin-yang or whatever, the other two eggs have uh, these openings in the top, and the doves are coming out, and the doves are showing themselves around the buildings, and they're ascending as though uh, there was... Um, you know, I don't know, that you needed to break out of, the, out of the illusion to ascend, and the other one is not doing that, but the snake is tightly wrapped around, and I had no interpretation for that sketch until I did this sketch. Um, and that was the first t-shirt that I did just to play around with it, but again, it's been such a long journey, I just didn't have the passion. I've already been an entrepreneur doing all kinds of things, and the bottom line is, is that uh, there is an X factor in everything you do, and when the time is right and the place is right and you're meant to do it, you'll be successful. But I mean, if you're not, if your time and place isn't right, you could try to sell twenty or hundred dollar bills in Canadian or in Walmart uh, for twenty bucks, and it'll still fail for one reason or another. It really is a very synchronistic uh, path in life as to how things will unfold. There's a lot of soul plan that has to do with it. It's really not that. Um, <coughs> it's not luck. Uh, it's it's about what you came here to learn. And so a lot of people who are star seeds or are meant to wake up, go through the Ascension, had their lives blow up, they had their uh, paths limited, they were kept in a flow or direction of life that would ensure they were under a tremendous amount of stress. Let's say if they did not choose to step out of the illusions and come in, go within. If they didn't go within, then the outside would become so full of resistance that they would be eventually forced to go within. And so we had hard lives. We had sometimes hard relationships, hard upbringings, hard experiences. It was full of resistance. Once you go within and you shed all of the um, connections and anchors to the shit that was the resistance, that was like torture, and you can let it go, and you can come into balance, then you become the author of your story. But then that requires mastery. It means you have to understand the outside as a reflection of the inside, you have to understand that you, if you believe in yourself, you are the author of uh, your own story. Then you are the author of your own story, because it's again a projection of your state of being, what you believe, feel, and think. So it takes a while to buy into that. It takes, and this is why it's such a linear progression uh, for humans moving from you know one state of experience or whatever uh, state of being and experience in life to another, where you are to where you want to be. From what you feel isn't successful to what you feel you want to be to be successful, and the biggest <clears throat> roadblock there is that if you're not currently content with being who you are in your now, then you can't get there. At least it's not going to happen very quickly, because you're in resistance, you're in fear, you're in anxiety, you're in you you know you're you're in this state of being that's not in harmony. And if you're not in harmony, um, and what you feel is harmony is something else they don't connect. So in other words, if we want reality to reflect what we want, then we have to feel how we would feel if we had it. It's all that fucking bullshit again. You know what I mean? I I'm not I hate talking in in like that because um in the Hollywood version of of I didn't read the secret but all that stuff because it's bigger than that. There's karma, there's soul plans, there's uh relationships that you're here to have to help Leading by example in ways we don't even know. There's just so much more to it that, you know, coming down here to be a millionaire every lifetime, it doesn't, you're not going to expand anywhere. It's not, there's no point in that. But when you get to the point of total collapse, you know, if one isn't going to simply die and come back as something else, then it's just sort of unnecessary torture, I'd suspect. When a person has gone within, has said out loud, I dropped my karma is willing to forgive and reconcile polarity and all of the things that we do to heal, and let go and move forward, then there should be, um, unless you're all signed up to, you know, lead and, and, and push forward with the collective in this ascension. If you're not locked into something that's even bigger than that, then it should lead into a successful life, which will be coming when we get through what are this sort of, I don't want to call it a mission, but let's call it a mission. And it's to ascend and to diverge and to find our thing. The reason I don't want to call it a mission is because, once again, we're setting up a limitation and a belief in that it is a mission, when really it's about coming into harmony with oneself. So you've put the mission in front of the authenticity of who you truly are, and it's all blowing apart. So it's not the mission uh, exactly, unless the mission is to become your authentic self that is not in fear because you understand you're the master and the creator of your reality, um, but again, it's the linear progression of buying into it, believing it, experiencing it. And it, it comes, again, what woke us up was the unbelievable never-ending resistance to get us to go within. Well, it's the same idea on this, in this linear progression. How do you become the master? Well, uh, as Janis Joplin said, freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose, or something like that in her song. And it's deadly accurate. Well, when you have nothing left to lose, um, then really you're you're not really afraid of anything. You don't have a lot of fear left. If anything, you might be afraid you're going to be around to suffer through. You know what I mean? So even death, fear of death, sort of goes out the window. And, uh, yeah, and that's just the nature of it. So whatever it is, there are things that happen, soul plans, synchronicities, meetings, things to get us to buy into it, things that break down uh, the illusion, uh, dark night of the soul. All of these things happen, all of the relationships that blow up to get us to move on, um, this feeling, I mean, it was uh, in comments under the last post, under this post, um, but the uh, text post about, um, shit, I hope I don't forget. Oh, yeah, I'm going to forget now. Basically, the idea is it's there's not, yeah, there's just nothing out there that uh, looks like my world, my reality from 10, 20 years ago. I think that's exactly <laughs> what it was said, uh, Diggy was talking about it and I I don't think I addressed it but the bottom line is this is not my fucking earth, it's not my family, you know, outside extended family, there's absolutely nothing about this planet that feels like home. The people are more alien than anything. I don't even think they're real. I think we've, there's different stages of a divergence and what we are sitting in Is the test? It's a self-created test. Are you going to fall into fear or not? Because what we're going to do is give you a group of human beings that nobody in their right mind a hundred years ago would have defined them as human. They might have defined them as insane, might have defined them as uh, empty of soul, of of creatures that they'd never experienced before, and it's because, well, it's because whatever it's because. I mean, I don't know what reality these people are seeing. They. These other people, if I was to dive into the duality and the fear of it all, they're seeing, or let me see, let me explain this. They are feeling and responding, reacting, whatever, to us the way that we're responding, reacting to them. So whatever it is that they're seeing is just as weird as what we're seeing. And without being in their frequency of awareness, I have no idea what the hell they're looking at. I mean, our, from our perspective, it's a bunch of monsters and pedophiles and, and communists and people that just want money and power. They don't give a shit about anybody, not even their own kids or their family. They want everybody locked down. And, and and Or they're just so stupid that they have no idea that that's where it's headed or whatever it is. It's that disconnected. But it just, there's nothing here that feels like anything that I grew up in. And so that takes away a lot of motivation to to live to work towards anything because i mean you don't. why would anybody be motivated to create anything in this world uh considering uh you know what's going on and so we sit unmotivated um unmotivated with no no passion no relationships out there in the other world uh understanding there's a divergence going on but it seems to be something that uh, is i don't know that doesn't offer <clears throat> much of a time frame that took forever, and I'm I'm only five, six years into it in an awake way. Other people have been awake for 20 years. I mean, shit, I would have packed my shit up and took off a long time ago. I mean, who the hell could put up with this for 20 years, especially when not much is happening. Anyway, I don't need to go on and on about that stuff. Um, I'm, I'm noticing it's about 35 minutes in. So the three sketches seem to indicate that a wave came through, that we are... Diverging, about half of humanity, maybe more, went minimally went within, which I believe is compassion, empathy, is the steps of going within. Because we move away from uh, survival mentality, which is focused entirely on the outside, gauging everything, judging everything, and determining everything in a sort of ego way. Uh, rather than going in and being able to relate in sort of empathy and compassion with others, feeling what they would feel because you've been there so many lifetimes to learn that, I suppose. But it seems half or more have gone within enough <coughs> to uh, co-create this separation, this moving away from negative polarity. And the other half doesn't like that. They don't like that kind of change. And I think that's actually a big foundation, foundational reason for the, um, for the absolute horrible level of fear and hate towards those who want sovereignty and freedom uh, rather than some sort of safety net from a world government. And that's because people have been in the system for so long and, you know, brainwashed and things like that. They don't want change. They don't want freedom. They don't want anything except uh, somebody to keep them safe because that's survival mentality. And uh, and so they're, they're buying into that. So, yeah and then so the sketches it look it just looks like we're already we're already in the ascension so we've got a couple of months here um, yeah we've got a couple of months and then what i don't know i think it depends on what you're focusing on now what your state of being is if you're channeling or allowing this energy to pass through which for me it feels like somebody's uh it's like i'm wired i'm on caffeine and i'm super tired I can sleep for two hours and it feels like I wake up and I think I've slept for eight. I know I haven't, but I'm aware that it feels like I've slept for eight, but then I'm still very tired. And if I do sleep for eight, I'm tired a couple of hours later. I feel like going back to bed for another four. <clears throat> so it's taking its toll, energetically speaking, uh, this energy, this wired, tired, you know, um, intensity and if it continues and it's been doing this for a long time continuing to ramp up and if it's going to continue to do this and keep in mind the schumann resonance is not a direct only variable of this intense uh, energy the schumann resonance is spikes it's part of the ramping up energy i don't think if we could if we could monitor or if we could see multi-dimensional energy you would see the constant increase of frequency driving humanity's the toroidal field, uh, driving humanity into in more intense polarity. It's not, the human resonance is picking up something related, but it's not the only, it's not the big picture. Um, and so uh, if this continues, I feel, like I say, um, I feel like we're at about a 99%. I feel I've lost 100% of my old self before I woke up, before I consciously was aware that I was waking up, realizing that something massive has happened and I'm 99% um not who I was after I woke up went through all the excitement and bliss and all the all the stuff that was going on so I'm I'm almost a blank slate entirely and if if it's that high of a percentage it means the divergence is that high a percentage it's all related so we're we're in it you know when, when you're at the last percentages it means it's all breaking apart um so I'm not who I was all my life. Then I'm not who I was after I woke up. And whoever I am now is going to have to, um, I don't know, it, it's just going to, life will have to come to us. Life will have to come to those who are feeling like this. Um, it has to fill in the gap because, if, you know, it seems like Houdini, The uh, it seems like Houdini's running the show. It's just an absolute incredible level of a possibility that we could be so fucking isolated. Uh, in this I mean just so isolated right and uh, and yet here we are so we've been held at bay so the slingshot effect that I understand is coming with this divergence and uh, life 2.0 being a fulfilling sort of passionate happy life balanced emotionally balanced happy healthy uh, working in our passion uh, community appreciation for each other within our communities. (coughs) excuse me, in demand for these skills that we have to heal and, and psychic and things like that so that we're, we're not sort of lost and in the void anymore. We're actually doing something uh, within our communities because it's, it's not going to be this sort of digital online thing. We will be physically engaged with people in communities doing whatever we want or nothing. You know, I mean, it really depends what it is we're ready to do. Um, then I, that would make sense with this slingshot effect. You can't keep pulling back the elastic on this slingshot you know what I mean? And you're isolated, and you're in there, and you're waiting for the shot, and it just doesn't happen. You can't pull it all the way back, and uh, and let it go, and, and and not have the slingshot effect. I mean, for every when we see it, when you put out, you get back. For every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. I mean, it's just the nature of self-balancing, self-organizing universe, and the way just everything works. So that's what I'm expecting. And these are this is what I was told. The the the, the sort of life coming back in a very happy, balanced way. For as much as it was, you know, all of the shit that went on, the depression, the anxiety, say bipolar, the bullies, uh, problems at work, life imploding, relationships imploding, um, just it seems like a black cloud over your head or whatever. All of the things that happened in our lives to, you know, and where you're born, just every the soul plant, uh, all the things that happened that were just one thing after another resistance because, uh, I mean, wise old souls, resilient, Encouraging if you don't think you have it um, have, have had so many experiences that you know, you just eventually you're, you're able to carry a heavy load And so it takes a lot to break that person, but then it does break and pop we wake we wake up not everyone has to wake up like that, but that whole life of uh, Waking up is if you're stubborn like me. It can go on, you know until you basically just pull the trigger or whatever, but <laughs> or drop dead of a heart attack because you just never give up, and what else is there? But anyway, the bottom line is that all of that has to come back into equilibrium and balance as well. Which means the next life, it's got to be easy. It has to be easy easy. It has to be something that uh, heals, that supports, that uh, just does all of these things naturally. You know. Yeah. Anyway, last thing I'll say is this: the second level of balancing that I've been told um is coming changes everything right because if you're balanced your world is balanced so expect that I suppose I mean I don't like to say expect anything but be aware that you know it's it's something that I'm aware that is coming a second level of internal harmony, a higher level frequency of that, which could be the removal of polarity. It could be what people are talking about with the energy coming in uh, December 21st or whatever it is, the sort of incredible depolarization of our toroidal field uh, based on the work that we've done. In other words, we've gone in there, marked everything, tried to balance everything out, and now the weight will be lifted and that that level of balancing gives us a new lease on life, um, new energy, because your health, everything reflects that. Whatever your frequency is, is reflected in your health, in your life, in your relationships, in your work, in your passion, uh, in your, in your, you know, everything really. I was going to say compassion, but we're naturally compassionate, but it's reflected directly in all of those things. Um, and when you look at the, you know, going through the dark night of the soul and facing the loss of everything, you're, you know, the loss of everything right down to your planet, you know, and uh, different versions of family and friends. And I know they're different because some of them spell their name differently. Very close people, people that, that, that uh, have very close connections to me that there's just certain things that just weren't that way and um, the other thing I'm noticing is you know the the people you're seeing them get darker and darker and darker there was a comment somebody had written a few days ago a couple days ago about his brother um, thinking one way about politics and then all of a sudden the other way about politics and it's just the truth is coming out people are choosing their timeline and the truth is coming to the surface and so we're seeing people who we just weren't really sure who they were turn out to they can be really scary you know what I mean really dark people and uh, and they can't hide it and it pisses them off because that they can't hide it and it pisses them off that those who can see it are no longer being manipulated by it and so and that's a loss of power and that makes people lose their shit you know what I mean it makes people get really pissed off really angry really fearful uh re- retaliating and things like that so it's not a good time to engage uh, from an ego standpoint with anybody out there for the next two months. I mean, if this is a period of time not to be engaged with the mainstream media tennis match, which is just fucking insane, uh, then it's also a really good time to just focus on on anything, even if it's pure boredom and meditation. <laughs> Sorry. Meditation is, uh, I, do, I do it, I never used to, but I do it just because uh, I have so much time to do it. Okay, so we're at 45 minutes. Let's leave it there. I'm going to get these pictures up, load this up. I I wouldn't have done a recording, but uh, I can't show this stuff on a podcast, so I'm I'm just recording it. So you might see a lot of stuff right, put up a post text, and then record it. I'm going to leave it at that, and I'll talk to you later.